0: Thank you for tuning in and listening to Let's Talk Family Law. We hope you join us next month for another episode. If you would like to listen to this podcast again, share it with others, or tune into other episodes in the series, please visit our website at www.wglaw.com.
1: Hi, my name is Carolyn Maraboli, and I am from the Weber Gallagher Family Law Group. Today I have John Zerzola from our Family Law Group as well as Skip Persick. We're going to talk today about the status of the uh, five county courts and what is happening in each court right now. Right now in the Philadelphia area and the five county area we're in a shelter-in-place order but Uh, we do have some operations of the court, even though the physical courthouses themselves might be closed to the public. So we're going to go over each of the specific courts and hopefully this will give you some information as to what is going on. Uh, John, we're gonna start with you today and what information do you have regarding the Pennsylvania Supreme Court?
0: Thank you, Carol, and I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, it's been a really uh, active month since we found ourselves in a spot where courthouses are closing. I don't know if in my lifetime or anyone else's we've seen anything like that. It might be important to just uh, understand sort of how we got there. Um, I don't know if everyone can uh, remember way back a month ago in March when the news started breaking of the coronavirus pandemic. But we started to see as practitioners um, in the different five counties, the president judges of those counties applying to the Supreme Court for um, the ability to to declare judicial emergencies. And every court did that. We started to see orders where the, um, the local court says, hey, can we do something? And of course, the Supreme Court said yes, and they entered an order in March. Really, the order that we're all operating under now is the Pennsylvania Supreme Court order from April 1st, 2020, where the Pennsylvania Supreme Court essentially um, ratified their earlier decision of closing all of the courts to the public until April 30th. Um, Now, I remember way back again on April 1st, how radical that seemed, that the courthouses, um, after being closed for two or three weeks, would be closed again until April 30th, but that's sort of the, um, the scenario that we are all faced with right now. Now, the important takeaway before we start talking about each of the county courts, which is, is gonna mean a lot to a lot of people, is that the Supreme Court challenged, um, in my words, the local county courts to do as much as they can of non-essential services by way of phone or what they called advanced communication technology, sort of like things like Zoom and Go to Meeting and things like that. So basically as far as the state is concerned, uh, the state is under an order to have the county courthouses closed uh, to the public until April 30th. Certain things in the criminal law are happening and, and domestic violence, which Skip is going to talk about, but essentially the county courts right now on an ad hoc basis. Are more or less doing what they can through phone and through other advanced communication technologies.
1: And that's correct, John. And I think that's why it's so important that we discuss the five county area right now, because there's such differences in what is going on. It will help clients perhaps understand where their case might be. So um, I think with that in mind, we could also discuss some of the other, uh, you know, some of the other counties right now. Bucks County and maybe what their services and what they're providing for attorneys and clients at this time. So in Bucks County, with consent of the parties to proceed via telephone or other alternate means, the court is offering conferences with attorneys. At this time, if a party confuses to, actually refuses to consent to a conference, the court may its own discretion elect to schedule a conference via the alternate means if the court deems that that um, is reasonable in their own discretion. Right now in Bucks County, protection from abuse hearings will continue to be scheduled and those actually are in court with social distancing protocols in place. If there's agreed orders or any continuances that are by agreement of the parties, then only one of the attorneys has to appear and the other party has to be available by telephone. Um, The court will also continue to hear support cases by telephone or other alternate means, so long as the parties submit all the documents at least 48 hours in advance of the conference. And attorneys are required to be available by telephone and the attorney should also have their clients available by telephone. Um, In new matters where there's a hearing required for a support case, any modifications, any special listings, those cases are all gonna get scheduled for hearings after this emergency period has, has completed. Because at this time in Bucks County and just like the other counties that we'll hear, most hearings are getting continued to some point in the future when the court is fully operable. Right now, if there is a situation for custody conferences, which are the first listings before the custody conciliators, those are getting conducted by telephone. And if there's a custody emergency, they're getting handled on a case-by-case basis. Any family court matters that are actually scheduled before a judge um, are being conferenced by the judge in their discretion via telephone, only attorneys will attend the conference with the judge, but the court is stating that attorneys should have their clients available by telephone. If there are hearings scheduled with the judge, those will be continued, although it is again up to the assigned judge who may elect in their discretion to have a conference on the case to see if they can move the case along or make any progress. Otherwise, all other hearings with judges will be continued until after this emergency um, period has passed. With respect to any custody orders, Bucks County has actually gone to, um, actually has announced a modification that relates to all custody orders that are currently in Bucks County. And they state that those custody petitions, um, each of the parties must use social distancing and compliance with all CDC requirements, and custody shall be presumptively suspended if a party in a custody action or someone in the household becomes infected with the COVID-19. All parties also are directed to follow all custodial exchanges, which, and, and if they take place in public, they have recommended that the parties then meet in the parking lot of the public location instead of inside of any public buildings. So those are things that right now, at least for the time period, are, go- are going on in Bucks County. Um, with respect to Chester County, Skip, what have you encountered?
2: Well, it, just like uh, John said a moment ago, Chester County is part of the statewide judicial emergency. So officially, the courthouse is closed until April 30, 2020. Uh, That means that uh, the Justice Center in Westchester is closed to the general public. Certain emergency hearings are taking place. Those types of hearings would include protection from abuse petitions, custody emergencies, juvenile dependency and delinquency emergencies, emergency emergency guardianships, and emergency uh, mental health uh, petitions. And the sheriff's department uh, that controls courthouse security they are instructed to not allow anyone into the Chester County Justice Center that is exhibiting any outward signs of COVID-19. So uh, uh, if someone looks like they're coughing or uh, (laughs) appears overly pale, uh, the uh, sheriff's deputies are not to let them in. Uh, And kind of like you just said, Carolyn, which is that the judges and hearing officers here in Chester County have been given discretion to handle any routine matters that they feel appropriate through advanced communication technology. And that would include uh, by phone, Skype, or Zoom, provided the parties agree to so proceed and uh, they have access to the appropriate technology. It appears to me that uh, uh, if people are saying, no, we don't have that uh, access to that technology, or we don't want to so have such a, uh, a, a conference, then uh, that particular case is kind of moved back to whenever the court system may uh, reopen. Uh, the, uh, the The types of proceedings that are being handled through uh, through electronic communication include certain custody conferences, uh, preliminary conferences, and possibly some settlement conferences in equitable distribution matters. Um, Right now, uh, Chester County Domestic Relations Office is not having any uh, conferences in the office. And uh, I, uh, I had asked about that, why that was happening, because it seemed to me that that puts a significant bottleneck and, uh, uh, in, in, in certain situations. And I was told that the statewide computer system that handles uh, the orders and handles the computation of uh, net incomes and the computation of support cannot be accessed remotely. Uh, and I think that there was a fear statewide that uh, their system would be subject to hacks if they, uh, they allowed remote access. So it's very difficult for uh, anyone to access that system remotely. However, one of the supervisors in Chester County has made this offer to parties and to attorneys, which is that if it's a two attorney case and the attorneys have uh, wage information and income information from the parties and they exchange it, this supervisor will take the, uh, the raw data, will compute uh, monthly net incomes for the two parties and will then run a support guideline amount and get that back to the two attorneys the two attorneys can then negotiate and see if they can resolve uh, the support matter at the conference level. If they can resolve it, they are free to submit a stipulation to the, uh, the, to the uh, domestic relations office and it will be signed by a judge and the case will uh, move forward from there. Um, if the parties are not able to resolve the case through uh, negotiation, it will be listed for a conference at the back end of the, uh, of, of the schedule, because right now there are things that are already scheduled for uh, the late spring and the summer, and there are things that will be uh, tacked on to the end. These new, these cases that are being uh, missed will be tacked on at the end. Um, the prothonotary's office, which is the office that handles all of the civil filings for the county, they are only accepting in-person filings of emergency petitions They are, however, accepting filings by mail. Uh, An attorney from out of Chester County asked me yesterday if it is possible to get a divorce decree during the current closure, and I told her to mail in the particular paperwork, uh, regular mail to the pathonitary's office, and the word I got from court administration was that if there is a judge around, a judge may very well sign that divorce decree and it will be issued. Um, I was told that divorce decrees are not considered a high priority at the moment, but if there is somebody around that it might just get signed. So um, it is possible to get a final decree of divorce if uh, all of the other uh, items on the checklist have been checked out. The uh, Chester County Department of Children, Youth and Families is not handling uh, any types of visitation. They are instructed to use some form of alternate means, be that telephone, Skype, Zoom, or even old-fashioned written letters. So that is uh, the situation in Chester County as best I can summarize it for everyone uh, right now.
1: Great, I think that's a good summary on what is happening in Chester County. And John, do you have any information regarding what is happening in Delaware County?
0: I do. It's not as extensive, um, I'm, I'm afraid, um, although Delaware County did issue an order on April 7th in response to the April 1st order from the Pennsylvania Supreme Court where they clarified some things. Um, as far as family court, uh, the takeaways are that you are unable to file anything in the family court electronically. Um, now, that's going to differ from certain counties, like Montgomery County, like we'll talk about. But in Delaware County, you are not able to actually file anything in the prothonotary's office electronically. Delaware County made uh, clear that they were suspending certain things like arbitrations, bench trials, miscellaneous civil proceedings, and pretrial conferences. And that's actually uh, something that we, we need to stress right now when we're talking about all the counties. Because folks have been calling and saying, well, I don't understand. I had a hearing on April 15th. When is it going to be rescheduled? Um, Everything that was scheduled prior to April 30th at this point is just not anywhere. It's not rescheduled. It's not happening, obviously. And then the next question is, when will it be rescheduled? Is it going to be rescheduled before all these other things that come up? No one really knows. No one really knows what's going to happen to all the things that were scheduled prior to April 30th, which just aren't happening. Now, Delaware County is doing certain things though. Um, We are told, although it's not written down in any procedure, that um, emergency custody filings are being accepted via a paper drop box outside of the courthouse and that you should uh, put it so that it would be um, uh, like a regular filing, right? So you would file all the documents and that it is possible that the assigned uh, emergency judge will call you in order to go through the emergency issues in your case. Another thing common to all the counties, I believe, is that as far as the emergency procedures that are happening, at least in custody, those are being assigned to an emergency judge that's on call that week, uh, or maybe one of two emergency judges. So I think as far as lawyers are concerned, or even folks that are doing this by themselves, uh, pro se, they don't have a lawyer, that the judge you get for your emergency, if you're able to get one, might not be the judge that you're used to seeing when you go to family court. That might be something to uh, keep in mind. Um, But we do have it on good authority that certain judges are entertaining uh, conferences for other matters that are non-contested. It could be maybe a divorce motion or some other kind of a a motion um, for relief in a family court case that a judge may indeed Uh, have the parties, or rather the attorneys, on the phone for and go through some of the information. We have no information that domestic relations um, and uh, the filing or the establishment of support orders is happening in Delaware Camp. And that's what I have for Delco.
1: Okay, well that's a lot of information as well, and as we can see already, each court is handling their own procedures a little separately. Montgomery County also has procedures in place for Family Court. Attorneys, can supple, attorneys may submit a completed form to request a video or telephone conference with the assigned judge or to submit an agreed-upon order for review and execution by the court. Under the circumstances today, all attorneys must certify They're e-filers, meaning that they can file documents online through the Montgomery County website, that both attorneys agree to the requested conference and that they also agree to any issues to be addressed and they must provide a telephone number and an email address. All cases will then be completed remotely. The conferences will not be held on the record. If the assigned judge is not available to hear the case, the case may be reassigned to another judge to handle. And just as in some of the other counties, Montgomery County also has an on-call custody judge um, that's assigned each week. Attorneys are also required to submit all documents in advance to the judge and submit a proposed order in a word version. Attorneys are encouraged to submit agreed proposed orders in advance as well. After the conference, The court will then forward the signed order to court administration for electronic filing only if there is an agreement. At this time, there are no hearing or trial dates being scheduled. And if after the conference with the judge, there is no agreement, then nothing further will occur until obviously this emergency is over and the courts reopen. Under domestic relations office, um, they will be processing all all agreed orders. Attorneys have also been provided an email address where e- where all agreed orders can be sent for processing. Domestic relations are also making themselves available to either answer any questions and run guidelines so that if parties are having discussions on support options, they can perhaps enter into an agreed order. And then emergency issues relating to custody are still being heard by judges on call. Protection orders are still being heard, and any on just temporary orders, and emergency juvenile matters are also being heard. So with respect to Philadelphia County, John, do you have any update on their procedures?
0: Yeah, I think I can say with uh, certainty that Philadelphia, in response to the Supreme Court's order, they issued an order actually on April 1st, which didn't seem to provide for a whole lot of um, operations regarding non-essential services, uh, and other than custody emergencies and, and domestic violence. I don't know that there's really much um, in the way of family court that the, these orders consider uh, essential uh, matters. Um, so really, uh, Philadelphia didn't give too, too much guidance, if any at all, as to what they would do. Um, what we are told is that uh, Philadelphia is accepting emergency custody filings via email, Um, And they are also obviously doing um, protection from abuse, uh, temporary orders. Um, But as far as anything else in family court, like uh, running guidelines or helping parties get through matters that are um, agreed, whether you can get to your judge or whether you can file your documents remains to be seen. There are no procedures um, directing how that might happen.
1: Great. Okay. Well, that's um, some information that's very helpful. And Skip, did you have some information that you also wanted to provide regarding domestic violence petitions in general as well? Yes, it did.
2: Is that uh, all three of us want anyone listening to this to be safe in their homes. We realize that this is a stressful situation, not only financially, but personally and probably stressful from every angle that you could possibly conceive of. And that if you're in a home or an apartment and uh, you are the victim of domestic violence, there is help for you. Uh, all of the courts appear to be open and treating domestic violence as if there was no uh, bump in the road relative to uh, coronavirus. Um, so all of the uh, hotlines and all of the uh, support groups are still out there. For Bucks County, your, uh, your your particular place, go-to place for uh, domestic violence is called A Woman's Place. And their uh, website is a Woman's Place spelled out, all is one word, .org. Their phone number is 1-800-220-8116. For Chester County, it would be the Domestic Violence Center of Chester County, dvcccp or 610-431-1430. For Delaware County, it would be the Domestic Abuse Project, d-a-p-d-c dot o-r-g, 610-565-4590. For Montgomery County, the resource for domestic violence is Laurel House, laurel House .org. 1-800-642-3150. And for Philadelphia, Women Against Abuse. Women Against Abuse, all spelled out as one word, .org. one 723 3014 And a lot of these organizations have the name women in them. But uh, we realize, the three of us realize, and most attorneys, all attorneys should realize that domestic violence works both ways. You could be a man and be a victim of domestic violence in any of these organizations would help any victim of domestic violence be that a man in a heterosexual couple or a man or a woman in a same-sex couple. So if you are... Uh, in your house and you are a victim of domestic violence there are people out there to help you do not feel trapped give one of those organizations a call or check out their website thank you carolyn
1: and we would also encourage any of our listeners of our podcast to go to our weber gallagher family law site where we are having continuing blogs on any updated news and information that affects our practice um, or in the five county area and we would also invite anyone to contact us, you may contact our main number at Weber Gallagher at uh, 610-278-1509. And you can reach either one, all three of us, myself, Carolyn, Marably, um, Skip Persick or John Zerzola also through that telephone number. And we would encourage you to continue to look at look and listen for all of our updates in the next few weeks. Thank you and goodbye.
0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Family Law, a podcast focusing on all aspects of family law. Now to our attorneys to tell you about today's featured episode.